my dear and respected brothers and sisters in Islam, remember, indeed, all praise is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. On all blessings and favors that he bestowed upon us, arguably the greatest of them all is the blessing of Iman. That feeling, that notion, once it enters our hearts, it will never leave us, inshallah ta'ala. It will stay with us forever. As long as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wills so. We are ever grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for each and every blessing and bounty that he gave us. The blessed and holy month of Ramadan is another mighty, major favor and gift from our Lord towards the mankind, to us. So we would like to welcome this special guest of ours, this precious, valuable guest of ours, with love and high aspirations. بِالشَّوْقِ وَالْهَيْمَانِ بِالْحُبِّ وَالْهِمَّةِ الْعَالِيَةِ We want to make the most of the coming month of Ramadan, in other words. You all know, today is the 29th of Sha'ban. It could be the last day of this month. We may be fasting tomorrow. It is unlikely, according to the sighting of the moon, websites and experts. So we may be fasting on Sunday. So we pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from this maqam that he keeps blessing us for what's left of this month of Sha'ban and that he enables us to reach and witness and experience the blessings and favors and sacredness of the month of Ramadan. I was given some dua requests just before I got up on this pulpit. And I'm thinking of those seriously ill people, our brothers and sisters, aunties and uncles, or maybe our parents, or siblings, or even children, who may not yet reach the blessed month of Ramadan. A day or two days is a long time for someone who is in a critical condition. But we understand that any one of us who is to witness and observe that truly unique and spiritual practice of fasting just for one day, the amount of reward is enormous, is beyond count. It's great, only Allah knows. So imagine, as our Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, told us, any one of us who embraced the opportunity, this golden chance, the blessed month of Ramadan, and make it a very, made it a very strong resolution. I am going to fast every single day of Ramadan, no matter what. I'll make all my duties, my life routines go around this blessing, not the other way around. <clears throat> Money making is somehow become our top priority. And we tend to neglect, neglect our soul and our spirit nourish it, feed it. That is why the Prophet ﷺ said, anyone who manages to make most of Ramadan and manages to fast, unless they are exempt 
But even then their intention is strong to do so, but they are exempt, they can't do it. They have no health, no capacity to do it, but they want to. And they feel sorry about that, they feel something inside of them. Their reward, my brothers and sisters, is no other than forgiveness of their sins. On the other hand, anyone who becomes aware and gets to know the many numerous blessings and rewards of this special month and yet ignores it, doesn't take it seriously, is heedless about it, trying halfish, not making a serious, sincere effort, that is a true fool, according to the definition of our beloved Prophet ﷺ. A fool in sense that he is a great loser, doing harm and wrong to himself first and foremost, and then maybe people around him. But those of us who value our tradition, our religion, we will all recall that great salmon of our beloved Prophet والسلام, on a day like this, on the last day of Sha'aban, that Sayyidina Salman ta'ala anhu narrated to us when the Prophet said, Ya ayyuhannas, qad adhallakum shahrun azim. O people, a great month is come to you, is over you. Imagine beautiful clouds or nice breeze that is bringing so much favor, grace and blessings to you. Not destruction, not noise that will disturb you, not calamities, but barakah upon barakah. Blessing upon blessing. This is it. قَدْ أَظَلَّكُمْ شَهْرٌ عَظِيمًا magnificent month. شَهْرٌ مُبَارَكٌ The Prophet said. A blessed a month full of blessings, as I said. Blessings upon blessings. And then, شَهْرٌ فِيهِ لَيْلَةٌ خَيْرٌ مِنْ أَلْفِ شَهْرٌ There is yet in it a special night. A truly special night. Better than thousand months in which there is no such a night. And this happens every single year for us. And then the Prophet ﷺ went on to say, to summarize the sermon, it is also Shahr al-Sabr, the month of patience. And this quality arguably will not ever be given a better quality than it is closely linked, intertwined with the practice of fasting. Don't ask me to explain it from khutbah here, but you can ask me later on. But it is. And we understand that of all rites and rituals that we are asked to do or we are recommended to do, or we may do, fasting is truly unique. It has some kind of special honor in the eyes of Allah, just like of all places on this earth and all actual houses, the Kaaba has that true honor, special honor. Allah made it like that. And for such an honor, Allah prepared reward that you and I cannot imagine, can't envisage it. Allah has attributed this act to himself because we do it, if we do do it, solely for his sake. It's one of those deeds, like when we are trialed, but really trialed in our lives. In a way, we don't choose to be honest and sincere, it just kicks in. So when you and I wake up every morning, 
to have the pre-dawn meal, which is sunnah and barakah, according to the hadith, and put some healthy nutrition, like one doctor said, okay, why would you have sugary biscuits or chocolates or something like that? Have a date. Or not sugary biscuits, but have some fruits, bananas or apples or pears, something like that, grapes. So if we have a healthy meal and we prepare ourselves, we are the ones who will benefit. We are the ones. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows that we did so, we woke up, and we will stop eating exactly when the calendar says, at the minute, for Allah's sake. We don't really mind, is anyone around us and watching us? And from that moment on, until the adhan for Maghrib is heard, or we see on the clock, it's sunset or past sunset, only then we dare to approach a cup of water, preferably a date. We want to break it to match the sunnah again, or milk, and then we take that nutrition in. Allah is watching us. We are so conscious of that. So what happens in this month of Ramadan, my brothers and sisters, is a unique opportunity, a unique practice. But at the same time, an amazing gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for us not only to gain piety, but remember Allah said, لا علكم تتقون. It doesn't mean any one of us who witnesses the month of Ramadan and does fast and all of it will gain taqwa. Perhaps you may gain taqwa. It will be down to your spiritual heart and your intention. And if you did so, leave food and drinks and everything else, your lower desires, for Allah's sake only, perhaps you will shift to the next degree of fasting, when you will train all of your limbs to be in the service of Almighty God, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So you will leave lying, you will leave backbiting, you will leave hurting people, you will not steal, you will not do anything criminal, you will not do any kind of harm or wrong with any of your limbs. And that's exactly what I want you to aim for this Ramadan, the least. But if Allah gives you a special kind of grace and tawfiq, and you go even higher, <clears throat> and you gain taqwa, and you are perpetual in it, <clears throat> which the month of Ramadan enables us to do, we gain this sense of conscious of Allah. We become so mindful of Allah during the entire month of Ramadan that it actually lasts well beyond it. We don't feel, we don't think of it, but it does last. That is why fasting every single day of Ramadan and intending to fast every single day of Ramadan is truly magnificent for our spiritual growth. And if you did that, and did everything else according to the sunnah. This is what the scholars say. Insha'Allah ta'ala, you might reach to the elite degree of fasting. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will preoccupy your mind. You will, in a way, do and say and be whatever it is for Allah's sake for this month of Ramadan. And Allah has helped us, my brothers and sisters. Some of the obstacles Allah removed by his divine will and grace. But there are still some obstacles which are within ourselves and the act of fasting will help us to curb that. By reducing the intake, inshallah ta'ala, our body 
will not be in charge. Our lower desires will go down. Our ego will not be as powerful as it was once when we ate anything. We didn't even care what we are putting into our body. And when we woke up anytime we want and we didn't care about any obligations, nothing. And the sense of taqwa was somewhere there, but we didn't try to keep it up and be consistent in it or develop it to such a degree that it becomes our state. So I pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we think of all the favors and blessings that the blessed month of Ramadan has in it. It is the month of the Quran, of course. And if you ask me what are the benefits of fasting, fasting is, my brothers, not the aim, not the, aim, not the goal. It's a means of attaining the ultimate goal of this coming month, which is the notion of taqwa, piety itself. There are so many benefits for fasting, so, so many. You can just divide them into spiritual first and foremost, then psychological, mental, but there are many health benefits for fasting as well. Beyond count, you can say. And who really knows the actual reward that we may gain by the end of the month of Ramadan? Only Allah knows. But we should do our very, very best and make most of the coming month of Ramadan and try to follow the example, the footsteps of our best teacher, our master, beloved Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu And if you do that and read the whole Quran in Ramadan, maybe more than once, potentially, but at least once. And then you have some kind of spiritual retreat towards the end and you feel the mercy of Allah and Allah's forgiveness descending upon you. And you already can some have envisaged your place in the beautiful gardens of paradise because you can already sense the ultimate salvation because of your pure intention and all the good and noble work that you have done in the blessed month of Ramadan. And then beyond it, and the way you approached it, and the way you prepared for it, you will come out as winners. You will come out clean and pure, innocent, better people. And we will become better communities. And then we will eventually become role models role models for others to emulate, to follow. I pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to, to purify our intentions, to grant us the purity of knowing him and knowing our tradition, our sacred tradition. And I pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us the tawfiq, the ability to carry out each and every obligation of the coming month of Ramadan because it's so rewarding so rewarding and so rewarding again i repeat even your breath each breath you sleep might be act as an i might be counted as an act of worship and we pray to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make it easy for us we pray to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to facilitate the necessary means that we need so that we do everything to the utmost at the best manners coming to the mosque while we stay in the mosque going home going to work coming back in the family setting in every situation we find ourselves will be truly conscious that it is the blessed month of Ramadan and we need to be at our very best so that we earn as many rewards as we can. أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله العظيم لي ولكم فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم بارك الله